Back with the July 4th edition of Speed Freaks from the Lucas Oil Studios. Coming up later this hour, a salute to what is all red, white, and blue with the Unser family as we celebrate the life of Bobby Unser, who passed away this year with a freaking flashback interview with Uncle Bobby. But first, Macy Gray, R&B, soul singer, songwriter, musician, record producer, actress. She joins us now on the Freak Nation, and she's probably best known from her hit single, I Try, from her multi-platinum debut on How Life Is, but she recently made news in regards to an op-ed that she wrote for the Washington Post. And it being a big old hearty red, white, and blue edition of Speed Freaks tonight, why not? It's Macy Gray now in the Speed Freaks pits and the Lucas Oil Studio. Macy Gray joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Macy, we've been doing this thing called Speed Freaks for mm-hmm. 21 years and some offshoots of Speed Freaks. And we started out as a motorsports show and then brought in a lot of musicians and we'll bring in actors and People tried to pigeonhole us from the beginning. Like, you're a motorsport. Hold on, you're a music. Sh- what the hell are you? And it might be similar to what you what you have faked. Hold on, what, do you guys? Yeah, it's our cats. I oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where is, is it? <laughs> is that Sam in the room? He's not in my room. But is he, we're married, by the way. Wait, we're, we're, yeah, where, where the hell is he? We're, we're married to him. <laughs> But we're in different rooms right now. That is greatness. Yeah, I hear it. Holy smokes. Okay, we'll start over here. Okay. And and Macy, people have tried to pigeonhole us before where you're a motorsports show, no, you're a music show, no, you have actors on the show, no, you're you're talking about hard issues that aren't motorsports. I've enjoyed the fact that we busted out of these margins and and not really fit the mold. Similar to what I see you from the beginning of your career to where you are now. When people try and put Macy Gray in the margins, does that strengthen your backbone even more to try and bust out of those margins and just be Macy Gray? Yeah, honestly, it's, it's not anything I try to do. Just like you guys, you just are, are curious about other things besides motorsports. You know, we're all unique people, and I, and I think it's just a matter of doing you, you know what I mean? But, yeah, it's, it's cool to that people notice that, that, that I do that, yeah. Because if you look at the things that you've involved yourself with, I don't care if it's uh, charity poker, <laughs> to <laughs> movies, to TV, to uh, yeah. Grammy nominations, Grammy wins, and now coming out in regards to about, I think we should change the flag. It, it you, Trying to put your thumb on Macy and what you've done over the last 20 years, you'd be foolish to try and zero in on who the real Macy Gray is. I'm actually pretty boring, but um, I do have, you know, I do have ideas and and I make music, you know. I got three kids. My life is boring, you guys. You have no idea. I'm in a hotel. How exciting is that? <laughs> three kids is not boring, though. So, okay, how would your kids best describe you, Macy Gray? All of them. Um, all I did is get out of my room. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I need gas money the latest. Where did you hide money? I need to go buy some shoes. That's all I get out of it. Uh, I, I had a little argument with my son yesterday and he blocked me. 
that's my life. Dude. I know. Who blocks their mom? My son. (laughs) Now you can. He turned 25 and he's on this man thing, you know. Like, you know, if anybody challenges, challenges him now, he's a man. I'm a man now. I don't know. You can't. You can't talk to me like that. You have to find a better way to say things, Mom. That's what I've been getting lately. I know, but it's wow. like, what am I gonna do? Give him a spanking? It's like, okay, I'm just gonna leave him alone. <laughs> wow. You say, honey, I have a fine way of saying things. I write songs. I sing songs. <laughs> I I know how to write. I know how to talk. I know how to sing. Exactly. But you know, that's that's no. It's not. Three kids is not boring. But at the same time, shoot me because what was I thinking? <laughs> Macy Gray has the political movement at the the op-ed piece that you put out about reimagining the flag uh, has that cost you anything in terms of appearances or maybe movie roles or people have said we don't want her involved in our project anymore Uh, not yet and I hope it doesn't come to that because I all I did was make a suggestion I just I, I have an idea, and I and I and I presented it. Um, I wrote a, a, a an opinion piece. We actually had pitched it to fourteen people, and they all turned it down. So I didn't even think it was a big deal by the time Market Watch picked up on it. And then it was at Market Watch for about a week before they uh, put it out because they wanted it to come on June the nineteenth or Juneteenth. So. Um, it's just, you know, something I feel and I wrote it down and, and that was it. You know, I haven't replaced or changed anything as of yet, but I I just wanted to let everybody know that this is something I think needs to happen. You know, it's amazing. When I heard about the piece and read the piece, I reminded me of some things that I felt about the flag as it represents America uh, instead of representing uh, the beauty of America, the beauty of America's people in our national anthem. We represent a flag that survived a war uh, overnight and it was still standing. That sort of defines a little bit of our personality in my mind. Uh, so I kind of, I, I don't know if I agreed with you, but I certainly understood where you were coming from. Well, here's the thing: the, the flag has been uh, redesigned 26 times, and 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 I think the only war that this flag has been through is uh, Vietnam and the Iraqi War. Um, but the the flag has historically changed with the times, and 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 I believe that there was no, I haven't seen a bigger change in my lifetime than than 2020, and. Uh, people's uh, perspectives and ideas. And, and we, we all got a, a closer look at how things really work. And, and, um, and, and I just think that the flag as it is, to, to me, the flag changed on its own because it, it means different things to different people now. You know, like, I, like when, when they took it to the Capitol and, and threatened to hang the vice president while they held the flag. And I, I know there was a video of a man beating another man with the flag and and they kind of use it as their symbol of of hate and uh it's it's been weaponized it was used as a weapon and i i just think that the, the flag is precious to me too just like you um 
but I think it should mean it should stand for everybody. It should stand for the same thing for everybody. It shouldn't be confusing or ambiguous to what it means now. You know, sometimes uh, I'm on the freeway and I see a trucker and he has those flags, you know, attached. And I think, oh, he might be, you know, uh, you know, some crazy person or, or, or like, you know, it, it just has the, the purity of, of the flag has, to me, has gone away. So, How did your kids react? You said your son said, you got to talk to me like a man now. <laughs> How did your kids react when they heard about it? Or have you kept that away from them? Have they been out of the discussion? Well, that's the thing. Our next our next generation coming up, I don't think is going to have these problems because they they kind of were just critiquing how that how it looked. You know, they thought, well, you should have made it more this or, you know, they just had ideas. Like, that's what I thought when I did this. I thought it was going to be this big art project. Like my fear was that somebody would come up with a better flag than mine. You know, I didn't think um, I didn't think through like the pushback. And, and uh, in fact, I, I kind of assumed that it's going to happen because because Biden already announced he thinks D.C. should be the next state. And so that might not happen tomorrow or the next day, but we know it's on the table. It's probably going to happen. And and um, I, I just I think it's going to change anyway. So I, I just threw it out there, you know. But I, I do think um, since January 6th, I, I think that the flag should be addressed. Or, or there should be some kind of law where you can't use it. Like if you use it uh, in an act of violence, then there's an extra charge. Or there you, you go. Yep. yep. Or you know, you shouldn't be allowed to burn the flag. I just think if it's if it's precious, then treat it that way. You know what I mean? But I, I think it should be a positive symbol for all of us, not just some people. And that's where I go immediately in my mind. I was in college during the Iraq War, and I remember people protesting on my campus, and they were. They were throwing flags in a bonfire. And I'm thinking, you know, that's that's just as bad as January 6th. It's like we do need a better definition of what this is supposed to mean because veterans have a different idea than Joe Blow on the street. There's there's not a unification of the the full belief and the full faith in that piece of cloth. And I, I don't mean to degradate it by saying it's just a piece of cloth, but it is. It's supposed to mean something very serious for all of us, but it's that serious is different for everyone. So yeah, don't we just need a redefinition? Yeah. I, I think, like I said, I just think it needs to be addressed. I, I don't yeah. think that was and, and no one said anything. I mean, it was, it was all about getting elected, uh, and, and, but, but I think that needs to be addressed. I don't think that's just going to go away. Does negative blowback bother you as much as you thought it would or not as much as you thought it would? Because we've seen such a, a an opinion differing context in this country for four, six, eight years now. It's been a very divisive country. So did you yeah. know you knew you probably knew you were going to get some hatred or, or bad tweets or whatever in response to this, but is it bigger or less than what you expected? I honestly, well, it's, I, I you know, people said to me, people are going to trip out, you know, but um, I didn't think it like what it would be. Like the comments, the comments that they're making, I wasn't suspected that. Like Ted Cruz, something like, said something like, there are 194 countries, go live in one that you like, which was, just shows what an idiot he is. That doesn't even, <laughs> I'd never said I didn't like my country. 
But well, that uh, sounds exactly like the Vietnam War protest. It was the exact same thing, wasn't it? People yeah. saying, you don't like this country, go live somewhere else. It's like history repeats itself. But I never said I didn't like my country. I, right, exactly, I exactly. I, just, I don't think it's unpatriotic to present the idea of of redoing the flag. I don't, I get that, that, that people have grown up with that. Like that's the only flag I know in my mm-hmm. lifetime. But, but I also think you have to accept the fact that things change and this flag will probably change before we all get that much older. As we did with Colin Kaepernick taking a knee, was that back in 2016? Right. And there was so much divisiveness at that time. The bottom line is it started the conversation. So you saying, hey, let's look at this flag and see if there's maybe something we can do. It's starting a conversation and it's a conversation that is needed, regardless of an actual visual change to the flag happens or not. The entire conversation has to go on right now and we have to get through this together in a better way. Yeah, I think if it's going to represent a country, then then I think it's important. I mean, it's not going to fix our problems, but but I think um, if you have, I I just think everything helps. I think if there's a flag that that everybody understands and we understand that's important and that represents all of us, it doesn't fix racism, but it helps a little bit. It's just like when you go to a festival and people come from all kind of different political parties and religions, but when Jay-Z hits the stage, everybody is together, you know, and it didn't fix anything, but it helps. You know what I mean? Nice. Like your show, it helps. It doesn't save the world, but it helps people uh, get a different understanding of things, which, which, you know, is a drop in the bucket of bringing us all together. You know what I mean? Which is, which is what we all claim called the United States of America. So I just think that that's what we should be working. Macy, you're a brilliant musician a songwriter and uh, actress. Uh, will any of this feeling, any of this emotion appear in your future music or your artistic endeavor? There, I, I do. Uh, we have been working on a new album and there's, there's a couple songs where that aren't love songs, you know, but me personally, <laughs> I, don't, I don't go to music for my politics life. I won't say the name, but I went to someone's show and they got up and started talking about politics and I, I went to get a drink. I went straight to the bar because, you know, you go to, uh, I, I think that's what entertainment does. You know, you give everybody a break from all that. Like, you know, when you want politics, you turn on the news, you know, and then when you want to be entertained, I, I think entertainers owe you to be entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we do. And as a citizen, you're allowed to have feelings and emotions yeah. and express something. And if you're not doing it on stage, uh, you're doing what everybody else does, stating your opinion. And when you get on stage, and you rock the house. That's what, that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to tell everybody. Good Lord. <laughs> Macy Gray joining us here in the Freak Nation. I thought I might chime in with something here. Are you familiar with the NASCAR driver by the name of Bubba Wallace, by any chance? Yes. So, so hot. So cute. Yeah. yeah he is hot. I, I, look, I'm a man. I think he's a hot dude, man. I know. Look, he's teamed up with Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin. He's got a great, a great team around him. But over the last year and a half, the changes in NASCAR – 
Macy, have been incredible. I've had a black man as part of our show for 21 years, and he has schooled me, not necessarily by his words, but by his actions and maybe his pointing, like, watch, this is about to happen, whether we're in the pits or something. The changes that have happened over the last year and a half for minorities and NASCAR, and then just today, you see the NFL tweeting out, we are gay, we are lesbian, we are transgender. The evolution of inclusiveness has been incredible for two machismo-type sports, NASCAR and football, which tells me something's working here, Macy. Damn it, something's working, right? Yeah, because every little bit, every little bit counts, you know. And, and I think, like, like she mentioned, Colin Kaepernick, and, and uh, at the time, everybody threw tomatoes at him, but um, it turned out that he he had a point that that needed to be looked at, you know. So um, I, I just think all of us count. I think all of us matter. People that disagree with me, I'm fine with that. Um, but but I, I I think that the the end goal is is just to be united and stop fighting over the same thing. Like, who wants to hear the word racism again? You know? right. Nobody wants to talk about Democrats and Republicans for the rest of their life. You know, I, I just want to move towards getting uh, getting away from all the division that that has kind of already been set up in our country before we even got here. You know what I mean? Macy, it's been our pleasure to spend about 20 minutes with you. We wish you the best for 2021. Uh, We'll hear all that new music and people will wake the freak up about inclusiveness. How about that? Yes. Thank you so much.